0: And today we're gonna to be talking about frameworks and trends. How do you spot those trends and decide what frameworks that you should learn and which ones you should ignore, especially with all the crazy JavaScript frameworks that come out all the time? I'm gonna talk about that and give you some, some ideas, some a framework that you can use to decide on frameworks. But before I get into that, I do wanna take a moment to think. The wonderful sponsor that we have is Simple Programmer, which is Hired. Hired.com. Yes, go to Hired.com forward slash SimpleProgrammer if you want to check them out. And I really like them. I've had a chance to talk with the guys that work there. You might have seen my interview with them. And it's it's just it's just such a cool concept. I think because it makes the hiring process simple and makes the job searching process simple. I like that. I really like that a lot. Basically what the way that works is you go to Hire.com forward slash simple program where you fill out an application and employers get to search to see who they want, what kind of skills that they want, and, and these are good employers too. These are like Facebooks and you know all, all the the legit kind of employers, not the spammy recruiter stuff, right? And they will actually send you interview requests with salaries and, and that's it. And then you go and you do interviews, maybe do like five of them at one time, and then you get companies competing against each other, you know. Good, good, good stuff can happen. So this is a really good way to do your job search. I highly recommend it. Just go to simpleprogrammer.com or go to hired.com/simpleprogrammer, and if you sign up through there, you'll get $2,000 instead of $1,000 when you get a job through Hired. So go check them out. Support Simple Programmer and, and go check out something cool. All right, so let's talk about frameworks and trends. So I got this email. Of course. That says, Hi, John. Love your work. I'm currently taking your 5 Learning Mistakes email course. If you don't know what he's talking about, check that out. That's 5 Learning Mistakes that everyone makes or most people make. It's mistakes I made. You can hear my embarrassing stories if you, you go ahead and sign up for that. It's a free email course. There's, there's a sales pitch at the end just so you know. Right, We've got to sell stuff. We've got to make money. It's, it's, it's called Simple Programmer. It's a business. Okay." Some some of you are like, oh shit! You can't make money. You can't sell shit. Oh, okay, all right, that's fine. Oh, I can't believe you had a sponsor. What the? What? Everything should be free in the world. Everything should be free except for the shit that I do. When I when my employer pays my paycheck, all the other stuff should be free. I, I get you. I, I feel you. I, I feel it. I understand. All right. So he says. <laughs> I've used many of your Pluralsight courses to grasp a concept or play around with a new technology. I, I will put a link here for my Pluralsight courses if you haven't checked them out. I did do a lot of Pluralsight courses. I'm not just a talking head. I, 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 know, I know some technical shit too. All right. So He says, I'm interested in adding a JavaScript framework to my toolkit, but after reading several books I feel overwhelmed and confused to which one I should dive into. A lot of people do. I'm going, to put, I'm going to just link to some shit. <laughs> i point to a video I did. This is a kind of funny video about this blog post on JavaScript, the state of—what I think about JavaScript in 2016 or it was basically—I can't remember exactly what it was called, but I, I read this long blog post where someone just said how crazy it was. You, you should—if you haven't checked that out, check that out. So He says here, C Sharp and Java are my strengths, but Angular, React, and Meteor are so trendy. So trendy. I love that. So trendy. I feel like I've got to find a way to incorporate one of them into my work or I might get left behind. I'm curious to know how you go about deciding what tools to learn and what trends to ignore. Cheers. Dexter. So, Dexter, let's let's talk about this. Get some kind of JavaScript framework, right? Get some, get some kind of expertise because why not, right? I mean, if you're you've got C# skills, you you want to add it to your toolkit. It makes sense, right? It's JavaScript frameworks are being used a lot. It, it's important to have. I think especially if you want to be a front end developer or a full stack developer, you need the JavaScript skill set. As much as I I tend to hate JavaScript, no offense to those of you that love JavaScript. It's just not a beautiful language. I think C# is a beautiful language. I don't think JavaScript is a beautiful language. Feel free to disagree with me. Feel free to just. Just throw your your big gulp on the floor and freaking stand up and be like, "Fuck you, John." That's fine, and and write it in the comments below. That's fine. It's cool. But I'm just saying that. This is my personal opinion. You don't have to agree with me, but I, I just JavaScript it just it, it never did it for me. Never, never did. With that said. Learn the shit. <laughs> get a JavaScript framework under your belt and pick one of the popular ones, okay? So I think you've, you've, you've highlighted it out here. You've said Angular, React, or Meteor. Which one should you learn? Honestly, pick the one you like because out of those, those are all pretty solid and they're all going somewhere. So it's been around long enough. So now we'll get, we'll get kind of the second part of this. The reason why I say that is. If you're gonna invest a lot of time in learning something, make sure it's all it's at least been around a year. There's a really good book, okay? That I don't know if I did a review, maybe I did an updated review on this. Have not, it's called Anti-Fragile. It's by oh yeah, I did. I did an updated review on this. Anyway, it's called Anti-Fragile. And and this book, in it, the author, I always I scope his name because I mix up his name. It's, it's like Taleb Nicholas Haseem. Haseem, I think. Anyway, in the book what he talks about is that—this idea that things that have been around, there's a good chance that everything is in its (laughs) half-life. What he means is that like stuff that's been around for a long time is more likely to be around for a longer period of time than stuff that's new. So He says there'll probably be telephones 100 years from now because telephones have been around for so long already. Right, there'll probably be chairs. You can almost guarantee in the future, in a hundred years from now, there'll be chairs because chairs have been around for a thousand years, so thousands of years. Right? So Essentially what you can do is you can apply that to technology to frameworks and say, okay, if you've got a framework like Meteor or Angular or React and it's been around for a year, it'll probably stick around for at least another year. If it's been around for two years, it'll probably stick around for another two years. You're probably at the half-life of the thing. So the reason why I'm saying that is because you don't want to invest in frameworks that just come out and and put a huge investment. Now, it can be a calculated risk, right? If there's a new framework That just comes out, and you can be kind of the first one to blog about it and make tutorials and sell a product or a course on it. Great, that's awesome, right? And maybe it'll flop, in which case you'll pivot and you'll change directions and you'll probably still have learned something. But if you're looking for an investment in the long term in your toolkit, right, something that's gonna make you valuable in the job market. Pick something that's a little bit more stable. It doesn't have to be super stable, right? It could be cutting edge. I mean, I still consider Angular and React to be cutting edge. It's just that they've been around, they've passed at least the year time time test and there's they're still going up right people are still working on this stuff they're they're gaining an adoption so more and more people are using them so that's how i would i would pick this but honestly out of those as long as you've got that criteria right i would i would pick whatever one you like the most what thing appeals to you the most there's going to be a market for angular and React and meteor right there's always going to be a market for those things now, i think meteor probably may be on the smaller side because it's a little bit more prescriptive but i don't know i think you'll find a job i mean you only got to find one job right if you're if you're a career developer, so you can narrow down stuff really small you can you can niche down. I always talk about how important it is to niche down. The other thing I would say here with this is that why are you learning that like you need to make sure that you're going to use this okay so if right now if right now you're not doing any kind of web or JavaScript development at all and you're not going to create a side project to do it, okay you just want to kind of get this in your tool belt for your for the future, right? Let's say you're doing back end hardcore Linux kernel development right now and you're like, "But oh, I got to know JavaScript framework so when I do web development sometime in the future, I can have no, forget that shit. You don't. You don't need all this stuff in your tool belt. Just wait till you get closer, right? If you if you say I want to get into web development, then start learning one of these things and start building something with it. But a lot of people try to put all this stuff in their toolkit. They try to build up all these tools and they're never going to use them or or it'll be outdated, right? So, for example, the reason why I'm saying this is because maybe 5 years from now you're going to do web development. If you invest a bunch of time in learning Angular right now, it might not exist in 5 years. Okay, I know that kind of contradicts what I said, but it it might not, right? It might not exist in 5 years or the version of it might be so different, right? Or the technology might have changed so much. So, all the time that you're spending now will just be a waste because you're not using it for a side project, you're not using it for your regular job now, so don't worry about that. You know, if, if you're planning on doing web development or if you're doing it for your job, that's a totally different thing, but if your plan is like 5 years from now maybe I'll do a web development job and I need to be prepared, no. Just do that. When when you need to learn it, right, or when you need to do that job, when you actually need to use the skill, I know it's hard to do. I know you want to be prepared for everything. You know one of the best things that Tony Robbins ever said that that really impacted me is he said the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably live with, and that really struck a chord with me because I said, well, shit, I've been building up this fortress my whole life to try and make everything, everything, certain, right, and so now I'm like. Whatever happens today, that's what happens today and my life is a lot better, I'll be honest with you. All right. I've talked enough about this topic. If you want to get more of these videos, if you like this video, if you hate this video, if you just want to see what kind of crazy shit I'm going to say, click the subscribe button and and you will. You will find out. All right. I'll talk to you next time. digger.